0: what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton.
1: And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton.
0: In today's episode, we're going to talk about why police officers have such a pet peeve with CHP. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, I can't help but bring this up, and it's because I feel like this is a topic that keeps presenting itself to me two times in the past week, so I feel the need to talk about it. The first time was when we were on our fishing trip. We went on a -a two-and-a-half-day charter trip with a boat full of police officers and one firefighter. And me. <laughs> and then this past week, I had training at the sheriff station, and this topic came up again. Only when this topic came up again at the sheriff station, it was just like they were going and going and going. So, Clint, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what is that stigma? What is that relationship between police officers and CHP?
1: Well... First off, for those of you who don't know who CHP is, that's the California Highway Patrol. So most of the time you can include state troopers or just highway patrol in general. And there's a stigma between us because one, highway patrol, they don't really investigate crimes. They, they, in our mindset, I should say, because they only deal with traffic-related incidents for the most part. If there's an actual crime that occurs on the highway, they call their local sheriff's department or police department. But in turn, I know a lot of sheriff's departments call highway patrol to investigate their collisions or DUI-related investigations if they can as well. So I think the stigma that comes from is we all live the life behind the badge and we look at one another almost as an animosity in some instances because you wish you had a job that easy, but their job really isn't that easy.
0: And if I remember correctly, I feel like the pay scale for CHP is a little bit higher than most sheriffs and most police departments.
1: We call them the state's babies because they're they've always been taken care of, and we always make the jokes because they only write tickets all the time. That they're creating such a revenue source for the state government to pay for their own salaries, which it isn't true. And 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 my hats off to these guys who work the highways and the freeways because. It drives me insane if I'm on the freeway having to investigate something and I have cars driving my, by me at 80 miles per hour. It's it's very dangerous. And a lot of CHP and highway patrolmen have been killed just based off of drunk drivers or negligent drivers performing their duties.
0: And I think for the most part, there's there's a certain element of like collaborative humor when it comes to that sort of bantering between officers and CHP. I would suspect that CHP does exactly the same thing.
1: You would think so, but they're scared to. They they know that we can take them on in a fight if they wanted to bring it.
0: See, that that's exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, and, and it, it is true. I mean, we call them chippies you know, AAA with a badge and, and I'm sure they have their names for us as well. But what it all comes down to, it's still a brotherhood. It's still law enforcement. We're still police officers and we're here to effectively do the same job and assist each other no matter what the cause or case.
0: Yeah, and I know one CHP officer comes to mind in particular, I would love to bring him on the show because I would really like to get their viewpoint on what defines them as an officer and really how they feel about that stigma. Because I would imagine that for the most part, I think CHP has their own academy, but the dynamics of the academy is pretty comparable to what most officers go through. Is that right?
1: It's it's. A little bit more focused into traffic-related things. Um, Their driving, their investigations in relation to uh, traffic collisions and everything like that is more refined. They don't have the criminal investigative techniques that we necessarily do or experience behind it. And that's normally why we have to investigate them.
0: So what are those parameters then for CHP? Like, is there any off limits for them in comparison to just like sheriffs or police officers?
1: Not that I'm aware of, but I think their own policy kind of dictates what happens. You know, they're a state agency, and everything is based off of your not notoriety, but you're standing within the government. So you have city police, sheriffs, county sheriff's department state corrections and, and state highway patrol, then you have even further up of like federal bureau of investigation, CIA, stuff like that, where it's almost a level. So the federal government outweighs state government and state government outweighs local government, if that makes sense.
0: It does. And what comes to mind for me is it's, it's yet another facet of the entire circle, the circle of humanity, the way that the working world works. And we can joke about like people flipping burgers at McDonald's, but the truth is that so many people go to McDonald's to buy those burgers. And I think that no matter, of course, I'm not comparing CHP to, you know, flipping burgers at McDonald's, but there, there is that stigma that exists no matter what the profession is. And it doesn't matter where you sit on the totem pole, or where you arrive in that circle, it, it continuously flows, and I say that because in comparing CHP with police officers, I mean, I consider CHP police officers just as much so, and what comes to mind is when I see a pursuit, let's say, on TV, and the pursuit started out local, and then it hits the freeway, you know, then it turns into this collaborative effort between whatever city or county agency was dealing with it. And then it's handed off to CHP. And oftentimes the collaboration goes back and forth, back and forth, depending on where the suspect is and where he decides to go.
1: Yeah. And they do that just to, who knows the streets better than the officers who work those streets and who knows the highways and freeways better than the CHP officers who work it. And it's really funny that you've brought this episode in today. It's, there's mutual, I don't know. Um,
0: like animosity?
1: Animosity towards every agency. The Sheriff's Department and Police Departments, uh, CHP and and Police Departments and Sheriff's, like fire departments, of course. I mean, that is never-ending in never will end, but no matter what agency you work for, whether you're a police officer or a sheriff's department, they're, they call us blue bellies, and we make fun of the colors they wear as well, and it's just kind of round and around, and it's a just a fun thing that we do with one another.
0: It's funny you mentioned that, because when I went to the sheriff's station this past week, and I'm looking at their uniforms the whole time, I'm like, man, my husband looks so much better in his uniform. Not that I'm checking out another officer, although I might have been. But in the way that their uniforms are versus the way that you look, it's just so much more professional. And I I just feel like...
1: A baby threw up on their clothes?
0: (laughs) No, no. It just reminds me of, like, park rangers when I see a sheriff. And then when I see you or any of the officers at your department, they dress all in, like, deep, deep navy blue, I'm just like, wow, like you, you look so handsome in your mm-hmm. uniform. Thank you. So in getting back to the topic of, of CHP, do you think that there's any line that's drawn as you go up, let's say the rankings of any any sort of really dialed in methodology, I guess, of of police work, like whether it's CIA, FBI, like does that camaraderie continue or does that bantering stop at like CHP?
1: The the banter's still there all the way around. I've worked with different agencies from federal to state level, and and that banter is always there. Where you have the FBI, they they have to have a I think a minimal minimum minimum of a bachelor's degree to be a FBI agent. And so they already think that they're a step above everyone else where most agencies don't require the college degree. So I think no matter what agency you work for, there's always this banter that goes around and it's kind of redundant in most ways. We're not very creative in thinking of new things, Mm -hmm. but it's, It's great just to have that but it also forms more of a brotherhood between all of us there are some issues in relation to this though because sometimes you work with agencies who might not have the experience in surrounding say building clearing or apprehension of suspects or interviewing Um, it could the list goes on and on and you just have to be mindful of that
0: yeah for sure and I think that Having that collaboration, and I know for you where where you work, because your city is so inundated and close-knit with a lot of the other agencies that I would imagine there's there's an abundance of time when the agencies come together, and then it's probably pretty obvious for you guys to be able to identify what the strong points are and what the weak points are amongst yourselves. So when that happens, is it pretty straightforward with the delegation of authority or like your superiors to be able to set forth who's doing what? In those
1: instances, normally it kind of falls back onto, well, it's your city. You guys are in charge. Or it's your investigation. You guys are in charge. where is support for you. Because then we're not opening ourselves up to not only liability, but the concerns of safety in relation to how they may do things. Because overall, we all generally do things the same way but over years you develop different tactics different skills different techniques on maybe building clearing I I use that because that's super important to me where I might have them stand outside and I'll bring my partners who I know and trust to go in
0: yeah absolutely and as it pertains to CHP like there is this nuance of of that bantering and like name saying and things like that. But the truth is that anytime that I've seen you in the presence of a CHP officer, it's never something to where you have any genuine negative feelings towards them. I think it's all in, in good fun. And I think that's one of the things that helps to lessen some of the stress of your job. Of course, it doesn't make your job less stressful, but it's just one little entity that helps to just like put a smile on someone's face by you know spitting out that joke here and there and it doesn't change the relationship of that brother and sisterhood amongst amongst who you guys are being that you all live behind the badge and I think that's important to point out because that 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 um that humor is still very much present and very much needed in any sort of high stress you know high-intensity-level profession. And I think that's important to point out that, yes, there might be a variation in what the job analysis is amongst police officers, sheriffs, CHP, but in the long run, that doesn't change that solid line that's created inadvertently amongst all of you. And having that strong line, I think, just further supports that someone else, someone additional has your back. And in the way that society has squeezed your profession as a police officer, that couldn't be any more important than it is right now. And I think by having that relationship and knowing that no matter what the variance is in job title, that you guys are still one unit. And at the end of the day, you have the ability to collaborate and to work amongst yourselves and with one another to get the job done, to stay safe. And to come home to your families. And when you're able to recognize that and you're able to know that you can still have fun while still knowing that that division only lasts on the onset and it has nothing to do with the true tendencies of what that brotherhood is, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.